Welcome to Mental Millennials with your host, Shelby Friesen. So today I've got Taylor Jameev on the podcast and um, you've started something super cool, the Choose Kind Fundraising. Um, and I wanted to hear more about that. Um, I don't really know a lot about you. We'd met, what, a couple years ago um, when we had that house in Brookswood and you do doing some cleaning for us. And I remember, yeah, like I didn't know anything about you. And then I saw you launched the fundraising thing and I was like, fuck, like this is awesome. And I wanted to hear some more about it. So um, yeah, I'm happy to have you on here today to share some of that stuff. Um, and I guess to get started, do you want to like where, I guess, how did you come around to start that or, or what is it about? We could start with what is about and then how did you get around to starting that? Okay, so I started Choose Kind Fundraising because I work in the school district, uh, Langley School District. I've worked there for just over a year and a half now and I'm realizing that mental health is very overlooked in the school district. Not necessarily, I wouldn't even say overlooked. I would say that it's just so common that there's not enough support in the schools and I don't think that there ever will be. Mm -hmm. um, about 80% of kids do not get help with their mental health in high schools and elementary schools. Uh, there's a shortage for pretty much anything to do with mental health support in the schools, like counseling, uh, mental health workers and that sort of thing as well. So I didn't even really realize how bad it was actually until I came into the elementary school mm. where we have one counselor who is retired and he comes in and is um, about two or three times a week and for is, the is, whole school. And that's just for one school? For one school. And does, does every school have the same thing? Um, there are, I believe in the Langley School District, there are 10 counselors and there are three... Um, Three of them are retired. Four of them are retired right now. So there's six that are there and then four of them are just kind of doing it because they really need people. Mm -hmm. um, I'm just getting very sick of hearing about kids that feel like they have no outlet. They mm -hmm. have, they go to school and they're already anxious. Um, maybe it's because of going to school. Maybe it's because of something that's happened at home. I'm not really too sure. Mm -hmm but everyone seems to be sorry about bad things that are happening after they've happened, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. So one day I kind of just thought, I'm like, what if I was able to bring more support into the schools? Mm -hmm. And then I thought, I'm just like, well, I've thought this for a while. So why don't I actually try doing that? And that's yeah. what I'm trying to do right now. Okay. Um, I've started with just bringing in speakers to the school. I have a speaker coming in this week for diversity week. Actually, it's pink shirt day on Wednesday. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, I remember that stuff. <laughs> yeah, so I thought it was a good week to kind of like kick off bringing in someone as well. He'll be coming in speaking about um, social inclusion mm -hmm. to elementary schools, which I think will be very beneficial. He um, seems very promising. I haven't, I've only met him once. Mm -hmm. So I'm very confident that, that will go well. And then I'm bringing in um, another speaker. Well, he's not a speaker, actually. He's just... Uh, a kid who is coming from Edmonton to come mm -hmm. speak to high schools at the end of May and June. Mm -hmm. um, his name's Tyler. He was one of the lucky um, survivors, I guess, of the Humboldt Broncos crash. Mm -hmm. So, and he posted a video a little while ago about speaking up about mental health. Mm -hmm. And I think it'd be very beneficial for kids in high school to hear his side, like his story. Mm -hmm. And um, is he still in high school? Uh, no, he's just, I think he is, I want to say he's like 20. Or 21. Okay, okay. So, just so he, he's a little bit closer to their age yeah. as well. And it's like, I think that was something that really impacted a lot of people and mm -hmm. a lot of kids would really benefit from hearing him speak because it was such obviously like a tragedy, but yeah. he's using his negative experience to make a positive impact mm -hmm. as well. So that will be very good as I think. Um, yeah, that, that, uh, yeah, like that's super cool that he's willing to do that and come out here. Yeah. Um, like how many schools is he going to go to? I'm not too sure. I have, okay. re I have messaged, um, quite a few high schools, if not all of them in the Langley school district mm -hmm. offering, um, to send him to their school. Yeah. I have to have him pick, um, for, for sure dates. He said just kind of like, Oh, the end of May, beginning of June. So okay. that'll be really exciting once I have that all finalized and mm -hmm. doing a fundraiser, like an actual like public fundraiser in a March for that. So that'll be good. Yeah. Yeah. I saw some posts about that actually. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, like, and how does that work? Like the process of getting someone into the school, like even that guy who's coming in for the diversity mm -hmm. thing, like how much, like, yeah, like what's the process and how much does it cost to get those people in there? Yeah. So basically 
Um, I just do like all the planning because mm-hmm. I have to tell the schools, this is who I want to send to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are the days I would like to send to you. What time frame works for you guys? Mm-hmm. Um, it depends. Like cost depends. Like mm-hmm. the guy I'm bringing in from Edmonton, it wouldn't be paying him to go to the schools, but I am paying for his accommodations and his flights and that sort okay. of thing. And then, uh, so, so like, he's not doing it to like make money. No. Okay. No, no, no. And, and that's why I was kind of, um, I was really happy when he did agree mm-hmm. to come like the professional speakers, like the one I have going in this week, mm-hmm. uh, he does cost money. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Obviously. So it kind of just depends on if you have someone like volunteer or not, mm-hmm. or if there's someone who you think would really do a good job. Yeah. Um, I handpicked this particular one coming this week. He has cerebral palsy okay. and he is all doing the same thing. Like obviously showing like I am different. However, mm-hmm. I am still human and yeah inclusion and stuff has been very important for him i would imagine growing up so it's like again he's using something that is in his life Mm -hmm. for a positive impact on youth which i think is super important yeah um long-term goals i would love to be able to bring more counselors into the schools Mm -hmm. uh more speakers you like youth groups and just kind of see where the needs are Mm -hmm. since mental health is such a wide spectrum yeah there's so many different things um i'm trying to just kind of take it day by day so that i'm not Mm-hmm. overwhelming myself because <laughs> when I first thought of this idea I was like I want to do this I want to do this and this and this and this but I was getting overwhelmed because there was all these big things I want to do but you can't do them at the same time <laughs> yeah. obviously so I kind of am picking one thing and doing that well first mm-hmm. and then I'll move on to something else unless something pops up on the way mm-hmm. or if someone comes to me and be like I really need your help with this or like I have students that I think would really benefit from this mm-hmm. Um, and if the funding's not there through the school district, then that's where I kind of come in and do fundraisers for that sort of thing. So they actually will pay for some stuff like that speaker that's coming in mm-hmm. this week. Like they pay, the school district will pay for that. Uh, I'm paying for it because oh. I'm, I'm sending it to them. Like, uh, they don't necessarily have all the funding to bring oh, in okay. speakers all the time and talk like obviously some schools do mm-hmm. and they will. But I just think that it's the same thing. Like if, say, if, for example, I don't know how many schools in the school district, like 25. In Langley. And something like that. I'm not that's, exactly that's quite sure. quite a bit, actually. Yeah. So then if you think about it, but if only you can only send someone to five schools, yeah. then it's kind of, and they're, they're not always cheap, right? So yeah. just kind of looking at it from that perspective, or if I ask um, if it's there's... Even, oh. It's even just a lot for one, like... Um, it's Tyler, right? That's coming out. Yeah. yeah. Even for him to come and speak to 25 schools, yeah. like that's a lot uh, yeah. on, on his end too. Yeah, exactly. So it wouldn't be like the 25, like I've just picked the high schools because mm-hmm. I think that kids in high school would benefit more from it than kids in elementary school. Mm-hmm. Kids in elementary school aren't necessarily, they're just not developed enough to kind of understand what's going on and like what he's talking about per se. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm also um, trying to send like, it's age appropriate, I guess mm-hmm. you could say to like, depending on where I'm sending these people. Yeah. And then, yeah. Or if there's other people who think that, like I said, if they have students who they think would be benefit from a certain something, whether mm-hmm. it's like a support group or like an after group after school thing, because oh, they yeah. don't have someone to go after school, I'll kind of start getting those mm-hmm. up and running and then just raising awareness around mental health for kids and having them know that it's okay to not be okay. Yeah. I think a lot of kids really struggle with that because Mm -hmm. for whatever reason they think they're going to get bullied or they think that something's wrong with them, but it's not really. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people, I think like when they do speak up, but males more so actually, I would say they think that it's, that makes them like, um, (laughs) what's the word I'm looking for? They're, they just don't want to speak up about it because they think it's like a sign of weakness, mm-hmm. but sickness is not a weakness. And I think that a lot of people think that it is mm-hmm. even as an adult, like it is very challenging to talk about mental health for some people. Um, a lot of people won't do it or they bottle it up and then that it will affect you down the road eventually. Mm-hmm. Right. Or that's when you start getting kids that are just like shut down. They start not stop going to school. They get themselves into trouble. Or they just have like sad mindsets and it's upsetting. Mm-hmm. Or if they do talk to someone, the person's like, oh, whatever, you're fine. It's a phase. It's puberty. <laughs> yeah, you know there's a I'm... lot of things that they could blame it on. Exactly. And I find like some people do because they don't understand. I mm-hmm. don't know, right? They just think it's nothing. Or if you tell someone you're anxious, but mm-hmm. that person's never experienced anxiety, mm-hmm. then it kind of comes, then they're like, oh, you're fine. And you're like, no, I'm not fine. I'm telling you I'm not fine. Mm-hmm. But they don't take it quite as seriously as they should. 
I think, and it's almost like so common now. That's another reason that people are like, oh, like everybody has anxiety or mm-hmm. whatever it is. Because, well, I mean, even when, when I was in high school, I don't really remember anybody really talking about it yeah. that much. I mean, I remember like the big thing that I remember hearing about was just ADD. Yeah. Like, whether people had ADD or not, that's all I heard. Now it's like everybody's like anxiety, depression, all that kind of stuff. It's very common. So I think even in that sense, it makes it easier for people to blow it off. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. And I want, and I also want to provide like uh, safe spaces when kids do go to school because mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of kids are, com- it's not necessarily school that's making their life misery. Mm-hmm. It's like their home life and that school is their place to go. Mm-hmm. However, that is not always the best thing either because then they're coming when they have to go home for like spring break or winter break, mm-hmm. summer vacation, they don't want to go. But they have no one, like they don't have anyone to talk to outside of school. Mm-hmm. So they come to school to sort of be somewhere safe, even if they don't talk about it. Yeah, yeah. They're still with their friends. They're with teachers that they like, um, mm-hmm. different clubs, maybe. Yeah, I never really thought about that, actually. It's kind of like the reverse. that Because mm-hmm. I, was, I was definitely the complete opposite. I hated going to school. I was, like, <laughs> anxious to go, but I never would have really thought that people... I didn't really take part in anything. I didn't like going to the class, like the groups or any of that shit. Cause yeah. it just freaked me out. Yeah. But I, I, yeah, I forgot that they could use it in the opposite way. Yeah, exactly. So sometimes like working in an elementary school, I see kids that are just, they get, um, they're just agitated at school. Like they might not listen. They might act out. They might be violent. Uh, mm-hmm. I noticed in the high school a lot, the, that's where I was seeing more of the kids coming there for comfort, not necessarily because they, we're coming to learn. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm saying that that's bad, but <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. they would come to say like a resource room because that was like their safe place. Mm-hmm. They were able to talk to a teacher or just like talk to their friends or just not be at home. Mm-hmm. And that was big for them. And like they would maybe not be the best student, of course. However, at home, it was just not mm-hmm. ideal for them for whatever was going on with their parents have like addiction issues or if it's like an abusive thing. Mm-hmm. You never know, right? So yeah. then they come and then they're angry, yes, at school. And then teacher's like, oh, this kid's kind of a little shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then again, you're like, but why are they like that? Yeah. And sometimes they don't want to talk about it either. Like mm-hmm. I used to go to school all the time. I was like, I don't want to talk to my teachers, mm-hmm. but I'm not at my house. So it's fine. Yeah. Sort of thing. Yeah. It's kind of like that weird middle ground. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. It's crazy how much of that even, like, it's just, like, you're only in the Langley School District. Yeah. So I can't imagine, like, everywhere else. Would you ever think you would expand, like, if it got big enough to, like, all school districts or, like... Yeah, I do. I did think about uh, Surrey School District, obviously, Mm because it is so... It's literally right next to us. Yeah. But I, like I said, I want to do one thing very well first. (laughs) Yeah. And the Surrey School District is very, very large. Mm -hmm. So I want to do one thing very well first and get my foot in the door and kind Mm -hmm. of have the Langley School District know who I am. Mm -hmm. And then hopefully I'm able to raise more money and get grants from different places once I sort of teach myself how to properly do things. Mm -hmm. Because I do want to start like a foundation or like an actual proper charity. Mm -hmm. However... I have no idea what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm trying to plan a fundraiser at a pub for the end of March and I still don't know what I'm doing. So, <laughs> Well, that's the best way to learn. You know, you're just jumping in and making something happen. I mean, you've already almost raised, what, $5,000? Yeah. Um, and that's pretty awesome. How long has it been? Since November. Yeah. And like, I mean, that's basically through your personal following and, and an Instagram page. Mm-hmm. It's not like you're, uh, you have a huge following or outreach to tons of people. So I think that's like, that's awesome. Yeah, exactly. I do have a lot of support from my friends, of course. And mm-hmm. like my dad and my brother are always super awesome as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, my friends are definitely going to be very beneficial at this point because they're all willing to help. They all, I have friends that are all different ages so they can reach out to like their friends mm-hmm. and et cetera. So hopefully um, things go really well and I'm able to sort of spread the word. Cause mm-hmm. right now when I explain it to schools, they're kind of like, what are you talking about? Like, who is this person just trying to randomly support us I guess it would be like it's just like oh I'm just like an S- I work like as an SEA at a school district but mm-hmm. this girl wants to raise money to do this for us mm-hmm. it's kind of odd when someone comes to you and they just want to offer you something mm-hmm. especially when you don't really know who they are right but when you get someone like, they've heard about then they're like mm-hmm. oh I've heard about you I've heard that this is what you've done mm-hmm. so this way with a couple of speakers like oh I've heard about this speaker I heard he's really good at this school mm-hmm. and that you planned it all we would love to have like whatever you're offering basically yeah. at this point mm. So that would be really nice. And yeah, I don't know. I want to have, I want to have people 
I want to be that person that I needed when I was younger, Mm -hmm. I think, for kids in schools. Yeah. I think it's really important. And I think a lot of um, SEAs and teachers are that person for kids Mm -hmm. as well. What is an SEA? A special education assistant. So I work with uh, kids that have different, different, Mm -hmm. live with different disabilities, sorry. Mm -hmm. Whether it's like a behavior thing or if they have autism and that sort of thing. So it is really nice. So this is, I would say, more geared towards like behavior Mm -hmm. more so because that's what... Um, I'm more in control of it and can help them with that, right? So mm-hmm. that would be nice. And yeah, I also I tell people if they're feeling a little bit like kind of like crummy about going to work, I'm just like, yes, but you have to understand like you might be that reason that other kids going to school today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're like, yes, I finally get to go see Miss Taylor or go see whoever. Mm-hmm. And then they're, even if you feel like you're not doing something, you still might be that person that they are just go excited to go see because they don't want to be at home, right? So mm-hmm. yeah. I think it's really important. Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, well, the other thing, well, what you said before about the teacher or when you, when you offer up, like you're going to bring the speakers and stuff and they're kind of like, who is this person? Yeah. I never really thought about that. I felt like they would have just, they would just take you right up on it. Like, why, yeah. why would they say no? Yeah. Or, or do they, they don't take you right up. They're just kind of like, oh, we'll think about it. Yeah, sometimes. Hmm. I've had some schools say no, like, we'll think about it. Or, Even if it's like you're fully giving it for free. Yeah. And they still just say, we'll think about it. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's weird. <laughs> I know. But I guess, like, some schools, like, are pretty busy or they're a little bit, like, skeptical. Like, even when I messaged Tyler in Edmonton or I reached out to his family, actually, I said, mm-hmm. I understand this is very strange. Mm-hmm. I don't know you. You don't know me. Mm-hmm. But I would love to be able to do this for you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, I don't want to interview you or anything like that. Like, I'll FaceTime with you to make you feel more comfortable. Mm-hmm. Because I guess, like, someone offering you've never met, they're like, yeah. oh, let me pay for your flights, your hotel, your stay here, bring, like, your support team. Mm-hmm. I would love for you to be able to do this. It would be a little bit weird at first. Like, you might think it's like, is this a scam? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, what is going on? I don't know. But yeah. So. And has he done anything like that before? Will this be his first time? I'm not too sure. Just. We'll I haven't see. really, I haven't <laughs> really asked. Hmm. I'm assuming so. He's probably been contacted by a lot of people to do stuff, but yeah, I would imagine so. But I'm not really too sure. I didn't really ask. Mm-hmm. I kind of just like kept it short and brief, so I don't bother them. So. Yeah, it can, it can be a lot too. I feel like that's something that I do, even with the podcast, because I'm so used to talking about my stuff or other people's stuff that it doesn't bother me. Like yeah. I'll say anything. I don't care to anybody. Um, but someone will reach out. Um, Cause, cause I'll get all the reach outs about people saying like, Hey, I really like what you're doing. This is super cool. I've experienced this mm-hmm. and I'll be like, fuck, that's so awesome. Um, blah, blah, blah. Like we should totally do a podcast episode here, book this, do that. Like, we'll just talk about yeah. all this shit. And then they're like, Whoa, like that's way too much. Like they're yeah, just, like it just uh, seems like a lot at one time when someone's like, boom, let's actually do it <laughs> yeah. and like make the plan. Like when it's talked about like, Oh yeah, maybe that'd be great. Mm-hmm. But when you're like, no, this is the day, the time, this is what I want to do. They're like, Oh yeah. God. Well, and like, I could be the first person they've ever even reached out to. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know that. Maybe they've never talked to yeah. anyone and they just saw something and decided they were going to tell me that. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, how about you tell the whole world? <laughs> so. Yeah, exactly. Or they feel like comfort with you for whatever reason, or if mm. they're deciding that like, it's time to like sort of reach out. And that's kind of like why I did as well is because I don't like to talk about a lot of things, but mm-hmm. I did grow up not necessarily the best in the best situations. Mm-hmm. And I literally, I don't want to get like too into it, but I literally know what it's like to not want to be alive anymore. Mm-hmm. And I don't want that for kids anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess on that subject, um, for the whole, uh, choose kind for starting it, was there anything like from your personal stuff that kind of brought um, you to that? Not, not necessarily. I would just say like, I do have a soft spot when as soon as I hear like their family life isn't good, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Or like yeah. their at home situation. I'm like, well, that probably makes sense as to why they're so pissed right now. Like mm-hmm. I've, I'm 27 and I can hardly regulate my own emotions sometimes. Like how mm-hmm. can you expect a six year old kid, yeah. five year old kid to do the same or someone who's 12 or 13, the same thing when, they have no choice but to go home, but they don't want to go home. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like, legally, you have to. Yeah. And then they feel, and if they do tell someone, like, say, if they're at school, like, I don't want to go home. And they're like, sorry, like, you have, like, you have to go. Like, we're mm-hmm. not your guardian. So, like, Pete, there's, is there a lot of kids that, that are like that? 
Um, I would say so. I noticed it a lot working in the high school mm-hmm. last year. You would see a lot of anxiety around the holidays, mm-hmm. mostly um, spring break, things like that. Like things where they're not going to be able to come to school. Hmm. And there are kids who I like, don't want to go home. I remember when I was in high school, I would find ways or like people's ways to not go home mm-hmm. or people's houses to sleep at, etc. Because I didn't know what I was going home to. Mm-hmm. So I would just wanted to avoid that whole situation. Yeah. I would be like, oh, if I went over to like a friend's house, like, oh, okay, can I stay over tonight? Sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, please say yes. <laughs> please. <laughs> right. So because yeah. I didn't know. I didn't want to go home. I was just like, I have no desire to go do that right now. Didn't mm-hmm. know what I was going home to. My mom uh, wasn't the best, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. She had a drinking problem. So, did among you, other things. Did but, you live with both your parents? Or were uh, they my out? parents got divorced when I was younger, I think, right when I got into grade eight is when they finally okay. did their divorce and they were kind of separated before that. Mm-hmm. So... Um, a lot of like, it's just a very unhealthy environment for a kid to grow up in, mm-hmm. um, which is like not in the school's control by any means, but you can also, um, bring kids to school and then have them be able to talk about those things and have some have adults care enough to mm-hmm. take the time out of their day or just like more support if they hear something mm-hmm. and it kind of changes their perspective a little bit, mm-hmm. then it might change their mindset long enough to get more help or change their mindset completely. Mm-hmm. And then they can figure it out yeah. from there. Yeah. If that makes sense. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So you never know. Like, that's why even like, if you post something on social media, that's like motivational, mm-hmm. like for you, you, you might like it. And some people are like, why is he, why are they posting this motivational stuff? But then someone <laughs> sees it and they're like, Oh, like that actually does make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try that or I'm going to change my perspective or that's like made my day mm-hmm. something that you need to see one day. And I'm hoping that doing all this stuff for the schools, it's like, I can bring people in that the kids need to hear mm-hmm. and then it helps them. Or if they're like, Hey, like I am not alone mm-hmm. with feeling these things that I'm feeling or going, I'm not alone going through what I'm going through. Cause mm-hmm. a lot of the time I think they are, they're embarrassed. Like yeah. they don't want to be like, Hey, my mom can't get me from school cause she's wasted. Yeah, They yeah. don't want to go to their teacher and say that. So what do they do? They either walk home or they get in the car with their parent and they're mm-hmm. like, yeah, well, my mom's drunk again. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's kind of like that situation. Mm-hmm. So I just want them to know, like, you, if you say something, like, you will be helped. Like, you can reach out. You're not mm-hmm. alone. Like, I'm sure in all schools, people have parents like this, unfortunately. Yeah. So that would be nice. So they're not alone. It's okay to not be okay. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, I think that's super. Like, I think you'd definitely be able to help a lot of people um, with everything that you're doing, for sure. Um, yeah. It's definitely, you know, it's a slow start and takes some time to get to get going. But I can see it being very big yeah helping a lot of people exactly for sure. yeah no it's just because they're very excited at first so i want yeah. to go from like zero to 100 because yeah. you have all these ideas and i'm like okay you need to take a step back <laughs> yeah. just kind of like a couple things like pick one thing do that pick another thing do that mm-hmm. uh over christmas like the holidays i kind of just like chilled and actually took a few weeks off when i was not working at the school just mm-hmm. to take two weeks off mm-hmm. just to like meant like reset my brain a little bit so yeah. but it's a new year or almost march now i guess yeah so I'm excited for what I can do by the end of the school year for mm-hmm. mental health support and awareness. And then hopefully um, by the end of the year, more schools sort of know what Choose Kind is and mm-hmm. they know who I am. Yeah. And that they are able to reach out as well because schools do have a lot on their plate. And I think that it's not even it's out of their control. Yeah, that's something else I didn't think about was like, I mean, it's even though when you're offering up that stuff for free, they still have to like organize an entire assembly and put all this yeah. work into getting like everybody into that room to listen. Yeah. Um, I mean, I still think it should be an easy thing to do, though, if someone's willing to offer stuff like yeah, that. But with enough uh, notice, of yeah. course, yeah. Because well, the school year isn't. When is it over? Like, I guess mm, it's only February. There's still like four halfway or five through months. June, I think. Yeah. Okay. It would be good. So, yeah, I'm hoping that they, yeah, sort of by the end of the next year, I can do however else more, mm-hmm. or like find right, like things always pop up, right? There's mm-hmm. always something, but I'm just hoping that by the end, like. Just like save one life. That's literally all I want. I don't care how or what it's through or if it's like through a speaker or -hmm. through another student going to their friend being like, hey, man, like I noticed you've been a little bit off lately. Is everything Mm -hmm. okay?" And like you don't know if that kid was going to go home and hang himself that day. Mm -hmm. You don't know. And then their friend like coming to them and just asking, hey, is everything all right? Instead of that kid having to go to them, Mm -hmm. they've had someone approach them. And sometimes people need that, too. They just need someone to ask. Mm -hmm. Right. So. Yeah, I find that um, 
a weird place too, because I've been in both situations where, um, you know, I've been in the shit part where I'm yeah. kind of like, I want people to ask, or I've been in the part where I'm trying to like be there for somebody else. And I find that when I like, I, I almost feel like I might be bugging or I don't want to ask because you know, maybe they don't want to talk about it or maybe me bringing it up could make it worse for them sometimes. Yeah, like trigger them a little bit. Yeah. So or then you I'm get like, the people who automatically start crying. You're yeah. like, oh my God, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> I, like I find it hard to to know, but um, I don't know. I mean, I usually just try and reach out to the people every once in a while, but I also don't want to feel like I'm nagging. Like, are you fine? Are you fine? Yeah, are you fine? So exactly. It's kind and of it's, like, yeah, I know. And it's definitely, there's like that fine line and I'm sure like people will tell you like, yes, I'm okay. But then like, that being said, would you rather not ask and well, have something happen? Thing. Yeah, it's like, what are you gonna like? I'd rather just, I don't know, I'd rather fucking nag the person than not say anything at well, all. Yes, exactly. <laughs> or at least, like, if you did ask, mm-hmm. then you've asked just because you care about your friend. And yeah. I went to uh, something a while ago at the schools, and we, the, we were told it was an anxiety workshop, and this lady was just like, Oh, well, maybe she's, she said she's never had anxiety. I have no idea. Whatever. (laughs) Anyways, she basically was just like, well, do you think that like, maybe we're just over coddling these students? And I'm just like, well, in some situations, maybe, but would you rather coddle them Mm -hmm. or not coddle them and then have, get that phone call saying that Mm -hmm. they've taken their own life Mm -hmm. or that something very bad has happened. And then obviously like you would rather coddle or ask or do whatever it is you can. Mm -hmm. Like if you can stop something like that from happening, then why would you not at least try? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if I'm going to stop anyone from having these horrible thoughts or like doing something to themselves, Mm -hmm. but at least I'm trying. Mm -hmm. Right. You know what I mean? Like reaching out or like offering help and stuff like that. Cause it's hard to ask for help on hundred percent, especially when you're having these thoughts and you don't think that it's normal, mm-hmm. you're just like, you think you're insane. Yeah. You literally think yeah. you're insane. Like you convince yourself, you're like, I am nuts. Mm-hmm. I sound nuts. Like I don't want to tell people this because mm-hmm. it's either people like, oh, it's like for attention or they don't know what to say or they're uncomfortable. And you're like, mm-hmm. I'm really sorry. Mm-hmm. Never mind. And then they're like, okay. And then that's kind of it. I've had that happen to me as well. Where you're just like, well, that was a mental breakdown. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes you need that. Like an hour later, you're fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you feel better. Mm-hmm. But it's because you've yeah. just got like out of your system. Yeah. But then you realize that you're maybe not okay after mm-hmm. all. <laughs> you just feel a little bit better. A little bit relieved. Well, yes, exactly. Or if you like message someone or call someone mm-hmm. in like a panic and then they don't answer, you're like, fuck, fuck, fuck. I can yeah. kind of figure this out now. And then they call you back, you're like, I'm fine now. Never mm-hmm. mind. Mm-hmm. But I just think it's important for people to know that there's, there's someone there for them, mm-hmm. whether it's like a friend or an adult or a teacher or a counselor or whoever it is, maybe even someone random you meet mm-hmm. at a Starbucks, you're waiting in a line and they just ask you and then all of a sudden you just open up and yeah. you just feel way better. You never know, right? Well, that's the thing is that I think like it's so common these days, you know, where it's just like, how are you doing? And you're just like, good, you? That's all yeah. anybody ever says. Yeah. No one really like... um really tells how they are yeah. uh, and sometimes I ask people where uh, you know like how are you doing I'm like well I don't know do you really want to know or do you just want me to tell you that I'm good because some yeah. people uh, don't really want to hear it like yeah. if, you, if you really say how, how things are they you know it can overwhelm a lot of people too and I've yeah. had that where I'm like oh yeah like I'm fucking shit right now this is what's going on blah 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 and they'll just be like oh Okay, they won't know what to say, right? It can be a lot. Um, exactly. So. And I've had that happen with students as well. Ask them, like, oh, like, how are you doing today? And they're like, you don't even care. And I'm like, well, I do care, or I wouldn't be asking you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have to ask you how your day is. Yeah. With students especially, I could be like, Kate, hey, what do we need to do? Let's do our work. And, mm-hmm. like, not ask them about their feelings. But if you recognize that someone's just not having a good time, mm-hmm. then it's kind of nice to just ask at least. Mm-hmm. And if you, if you get that sense, like, they're not okay, just be like, hey, like, you seem a little bit off. I just thought I would ask. You don't have to tell me, but, like, I'm here if you need me. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's all someone needs to hear too, right, is just that they don't have to tell you. It's not necessarily your business. Yeah. But there is that person that you never know when in a moment of panic, they might reach out to you. You never mm-hmm. know. I've had that happen where people like say from I'll use this as an example like from a gym mm-hmm. and they're like hey I see you've been posting all this stuff like, I'm actually really not having a good time right now would you be free to like meet up or talk on the phone or something mm-hmm. and I'm like absolutely yeah I love that you asked me like thank you and then sometimes you just need someone to vent to because mm-hmm. they don't know what else to do yeah but it's just not as common with kids because they don't know 
that these strange feelings are, mm-hmm. well, not, I guess they're normal, but not normal. Yeah, they don't really know what it is. Yeah, exactly. It's just sort of there, and that's when you get them, like, yeah, acting out. Or, like, big one for me is suicide for kids. Like, I just can't listen to it. I just feel so horrible about it. I have a very big soft spot. I've had my friends kill themselves, unfortunately, high school, uh, after high school. And it's just not something you ever want to hear. Mm-hmm. And it's always something that someone wishes that they could have helped with mm-hmm. sooner if they had known, right? So Yeah. Exactly. And then obviously depression and anxiety and you get like um harassment and bullying and all that kind of stuff falls into the categories too. So mm-hmm. it is a very wide thing to sort of try to tackle, but Yeah. That's all right. It's doable, <laughs> yeah. I guess. No, that yeah, I think it'll be really good. Um and yeah, the other when you talked about the groups like I think a little like support group or something like even with with a bunch of the kids like mm-hmm. of their own age so that they could talk to each other and be like with each other. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean, there's yeah. like endless options really. Yeah, but. exactly. I talked to someone a while ago and even like a like a grief group or something if there's a child mm-hmm. that's going through grief or a couple of them mm-hmm. like getting them together to kind of talk about that cuz people unfortunately kids like lose parents mm-hmm. or they lose like someone who's very close to them. Yeah. And even stuff like that can cause like mental health or like they need help. Like mm-hmm. you never know, like um, the school I'm at, the teacher, she did mention that last or a couple of years ago, there was, I think there was four or five students just in her class that needed to go see the counselor. Mm. And it was in kindergarten. In kindergarten? In kindergarten. Holy. Yeah, that's like, and I guess what's the process for the kids if they want to see this counselor that's like barely there? Yeah. How do they, who do they decide who gets to see and how that works? Well, that's exactly it. Like sometimes like the referrals, like don't always, they don't always get to them or yeah. there's just not enough time. Mm-hmm. And that's just kind of it. And does that, that person will go into the school and talk to the kids in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they work for the district. It's just mm. like, and they do like an amazing job, but they're just one person for yeah. our school's got like 600 kids. Mm-hmm. Or then you go into high schools, for example, that are what, like 15 to 1800 kids. And there's two counselors for the most part yeah. that are there. And then they have all of these kids to sort of deal with among like doing like their paperwork and all that other stuff. Like there's just not enough time in the day. Yeah. Yeah. And then mental health is just increasing so much in schools. It's brutal. Yeah. That's crazy. You know, and people don't really know how bad it is, but if you think about it and if you think about like, the people, you know, then you think about how many people that is and then times that by like, 2000 people. Well, even the stats are like what one in, it's almost like one in two or three people has like anxiety or depression. Yeah. So in the school of 1800, that means 900 kids are dealing with it. Yeah, exactly. Or, or like close five to 900. So yeah. how are two people supposed to deal with that? Well, exactly. And then, um, if that means, and then it's like, who's even talking about it, like coming forward. And then it goes back to people are like, they're embarrassing. Kids are embarrassed. They don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Like there's just so many different things. And it yeah. just, I don't know, it sucks. And then they have like their homework and their all the other stuff that adds to it, of course. Mm-hmm. And then you just get a couple shitty days and then kids just don't understand that it's only a day. It's not your life. Yeah. You know what I mean? But they don't think of it like that in high school or elementary no. school. They literally think that it's going to be like this forever. I remember thinking, I'm just like, is this actually how life is? Like, this mm-hmm. is what it is going to be like all the time. And you just, you can't get out of that. It's very hard to shake that mindset. Yeah. It's so weird. Like... I don't know. I mean, I don't even really think about high school that much anymore because like, I mean, it was a big part of my life, but it wasn't like an enjoyable part of my life. So like, I don't know. Like, I know I would never want to go back um, in my like considering my life now, but um, it's so weird. I don't know. Like when you're in high school, you just have no idea what it's going to be like after. Obviously, like it's impossible to know that. But I just remember being in high school feeling like, it just feels like forever and like mm-hmm. even also the anxiety of having to go out into the real world. You yeah. know, there's so much that is going on in those years. It's it's wild. It's like a huge change. Yeah, exactly. But then life. like looking back, you're just like high school means literally nothing. Yeah. It like, <laughs> meant nothing to me. But no. then when you're in high school and you're in grade it's nine everything. and you have three more years, you're just like it's very hard to get into that mindset like this is not forever. Mm-hmm. This is just for now. But yeah, kids don't see that. And well, I guess a big thing for me, which was kind of goes to the family um, stuff too, when I, with like my parents and we'd have to go back and forth and things would happen, um, I, 
I like, like you can't do stuff yourself really. Like you can, but you can't really, you can't, well, you can drive at the end of high school, but it just seems like you're so limited because you can't really do anything. It's like, you have to do these things. And I always felt like I was being forced to do everything. Whereas yeah. like, as soon as high school is over, you can only do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, exactly. You have a car, like you can go anywhere. You can leave. More you can, choices, yeah, obviously. Can, and like become like more your own person as mm-hmm. well. But yeah, so, some kids, like, they just can't get through it, though. They mm-hmm. don't understand. Like, they just, like, cannot deal with it anymore. And that's why you get, like, the suicide rates and mm-hmm. stuff going up is because they don't, they can't see past that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then it's sad. And it happens in elementary schools, too, where kids talk about wanting to kill themselves, how they have no friends, how they literally just want to die and stuff like that. And they're six, seven, eight, nine years old. And yeah. you hear kids say stuff like this and they get really upset. And you're mm-hmm. just, and you like, it just breaks my heart. Yeah. That's so shitty. Yeah. And you can tell them all you want. Like, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. But it also gets annoying. People say that sometimes. Mm -hmm. But it's not okay right now. Yeah. And then, like, building those relationships with kids where they are able to tell you things. Mm -hmm. It it does happen. And then, obviously, you can be there as much as you can. But Mm -hmm. you need them to be able to speak up about it and tell you. Like, I always tell kids I'm working with. I'm like, if you don't tell me what's going on, like, I can't help you. Mm -hmm. Like, if they're very, like, in high school, especially, if they're, like, super pissed and they're having a bad day, mm-hmm. and teacher's like, oh, they're in a bad mood today. I'm like, well, I wonder, like, why? They're like, I don't know. I'm like, yeah. well, did you ask? <laughs> like, maybe something happened at home. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're going through something. Maybe there's there's something coming up that is just really making them anxious, mm-hmm. but you haven't bothered to ask. And, like, usually, like, people are pretty good. Like, yeah. they'll ask, but you do need to ask because not a lot of kids will just come up and be like, hey, no. this is what happened. It's just not, I don't do that. No, no. it's not comfortable <laughs> at all. Yeah. Especially when I was in high school or elementary school. I was like, that's not happening. Yeah. No, thank you. Absolutely not. For, for your initial contact with these kids, like, because um, if you're mostly working with like the special um, mm-hmm. ed kids, uh, for some of these other kids that are like going through stuff for reaching out and stuff, how do like you end up talking to them? Yeah. Like, like, do they just come in and, um, well, in elementary school, like I kind of just work in what or two classrooms. I work in oh, like, so a kindergarten s- and a grade three. So you're one. in the entire class. Yes. You're in the oh, entire okay. class. Yes. Yeah. My students, they all, they work in there. And then as for high school, it's the same thing. Like you kind of just build relationships with the kids. Like mm-hmm. you're in the, you're in the classrooms, right? They're pretty like language school district is pretty inclusive. Yeah. Yeah. With those sorts of things. You want to be in the classrooms as much as possible anyways. Mm-hmm. But like, even if I'm working with one kid, I still can help other kids like yeah. do certain things. And eventually you kind of just start to build relationships with them like outside of like what they're doing for schoolwork and like what you do on the weekend mm-hmm. um yeah yeah is there anything like what do you i don't know like what you're interested in you kind of like learn stuff about them and then mm-hmm. that's when you start to notice like different behaviors mm-hmm. where it kind of makes you wonder like i wonder why they're sort of like that and like sometimes i find like younger kids are more willing to talk about because they don't necessarily know that they shouldn't be saying certain things like in elementary school yeah yeah, yeah. like if something's like going on at home like yeah. oh like mom and dad fight a lot or something and they kind of say it like that but in high school they know better they're just like oh well this is going on because this and this but kids are just yeah. like oh mom and dad are fighting yeah <laughs> yeah but in high school they're like they kind of realize that it's a little bit more serious or something like that right so mm-hmm. or they start to notice like their parents drink a lot mm-hmm. or they start to notice that their parents aren't always around they start to notice that they're like their mm-hmm. thoughts are processing more into depth whereas little kids are just like oh like they're not really there or yeah they, they don't d- really know what it is yeah they don't know and they don't understand mm-hmm. but i definitely do think it shows up later like when i was in elementary school i would start to notice that i knew i would notice like a lot of the stuff that my mom was doing she was drinking a lot and parents would fight a lot and i would start to notice like oh like they we go, i've got pulled over by the cops when i won't be drunk driving with me and my brother in the car mm-hmm. multiple times but the first couple of times, it didn't really make sense to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't really understand what was going on until I got into grade six or seven. And my mom picked us up from a movie and I had to get her to pull over on the side, do hundreds because she was wasted mm-hmm. and get all my friends out of the car and call my friend's parents to come get us. So, Fuck. yeah. So just like stuff like that. And then you started, I started to grow up really quick because I started to notice. And then high school mm-hmm. it was just like a whole other ball game. So I noticed that's when she started doing like uh, harder drugs, mm-hmm. uh, drinking more. And I just knew what these things meant now mm-hmm. was before I didn't really. Mm-hmm. And I would say like it was a fight or flight situation at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had to do what I had to do at that time to sort of like get through until after I graduated to sort of move on. But mm-hmm. now I know that I'm older, like it does come up and it affects me more in a negative way now than it did then mm-hmm. because I wasn't 
then I was just kind of like, I need to do this, this, and this. I'm going to school. I'm dra- distract myself as much as possible. But now I notice like when things come up now, it makes me more upset mm-hmm. than angry. Like before it would just make me mad. I'm like, whatever, yeah. I'll just do this. I'll deal with it later. But now I notice that I think about it more, mm-hmm. but that just is what it is. Whereas opposed of maybe if I had like different outlets when I was younger, if I felt like I had more people I could talk to, it would have been a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Or if I learned that, like a lot of people knew because yeah. my mom was not like, secretive about these things. Yeah. My friends knew what was going on or people would see her. Yeah. And at school, they'd be like, oh, like I saw her doing whatever on the road. I'm like, sick. I'm like, Fuck. why? Like, why? Like your mom's at the park. I'm like, yeah, I know. Fucking tell me something I don't know. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. And they would say it almost like in a, like a bugging you kind of way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Yeah. I don't know. Shitty, but yeah. it is what it is. And I would say that a lot of there's, I could tell you so many things that mm-hmm. happened when I was younger, but I would say that a lot of my experiences then maybe the person who I am now, and that like drives me a lot to like help kids that have mental health issues mm-hmm. um, now. And I can use like my experiences as well to benefit theirs. Mm-hmm. And then maybe like deal with some of my stuff as I go on as well. Yeah. And then, yeah, I think it's definitely helpful for both people. Like the more you work with kids and learn yeah. about them and stuff, you just let's keep continuing to learn uh, about yourself as well. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, doing choose kind is kind of giving myself like something to pour my heart into. Like mm-hmm. I've literally never loved something I've thought of more. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> you awesome. know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So that way, I know like at least I'm trying to get support for these kids, whether it's like bringing it into the school and helping them like with their school actual academics Mm -hmm. or just like with their mental state. But like, honestly, if a kid is really upset and their cortisol levels are just fucked, Mm -hmm. they're not learning anything at school anyway. No. Like that (laughs) part of their brain is not receptive to what they don't give a shit about a math equation or reading when they're like their home life, like in the morning, like they didn't get breakfast. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's, it's, you can't teach kids that are not ready to learn yet because of where their focus is. Yeah. I noticed that for, uh, even when I think about my past, I'm like, a lot of it's a blur and I don't remember a lot because I was always so scared and shit all the time. And like when you're so caught up in your, in your own head, you're missing everything that's going on. It's yeah. like you're just literally sitting there thinking about all your problems and yeah, shit and exactly. whatever happening. Like sitting there almost like, I'm not like feeling sorry for yourself necessarily, mm-hmm. but it's very hard to shake that feeling once that does kind of come up a little bit every now mm-hmm. and again. Yeah. You like don't want to be in the public. No. <laughs> you're like, absolutely not. No. Yeah. And it just keeps building and yeah, it's not a good time. No, it's not, especially with stuff like anxiety. And then it's like hard to pinpoint it sometimes mm-hmm. of like what is going on and because yeah. you can't even tell people. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I never knew what it was like when I was younger. I had anxiety from as far like as long as I can remember. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had similar situations with uh, my mom. Like that's why my parents split up. She was uh, an alcoholic as well for a long time. Um, and I remember my similar to you. I didn't really understand at first. I was mm-hmm. kind of like, whatever, like. I don't really know what drinking is or what's going yeah, on. Exactly. But At the time they're like, Oh, like they're, you don't like put two and two together mm-hmm. necessarily. You don't see, and you don't realize that like their drinking is actually like life ruining. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. And then I just knew I never felt comfortable like being there, but mm-hmm. I didn't really know why it was kind of just like, Hey, whatever. I don't like this. This is weird. Yeah. Um, and then I remember one Christmas we were with my mom and we were going to a family dinner and my dad had dropped us off at her house and we were getting into the car and we were all in the car. Then she came out and she was like so hammered. She couldn't even get her key in the ignition. Yeah. And she was like laughing. And her, her boyfriend at the time was like, you know, we were all kind of laughing at first. It was just like, whatever, she can't get it in. Like, that's funny. Um, but then he was like, then he started getting mad. He's like, you're literally so drunk. You're going to drive with your kids in the back, all this shit. And yeah. then we were basically all crying <laughs> and freaking out. <laughs> and I'm like, for your lives. Yeah, I'm like, fuck. Like, Cause wh- then for whatever reason, you probably realize like that is, and it's like something that it's like something so small like that, but you're finally, like, that is what's going on. Mm-hmm. And then you start to remember things from there on out because you realize 
that is what's mm-hmm. going, that has been what's going on, but you just never heard it said yeah. like that before necessarily like, Oh, like you're, you're drunk driving with your kids. Yeah. When before you had never heard it like that. You're like, Oh, yeah. like well, you're driving. And in your head, you're like, well, why? of course she's driving. She's my yeah. mom. <laughs> yeah. She got tickets, please. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, <laughs> fucking it's just, drive me. <laughs> yeah. It's just crazy. I was like, fuck. And then, yeah, I remember I was like so fucking mad about it. And like, we got there, he ended up driving and then I got my dad to pick us up. But I remember he even kind of, you know, I was, that was the first time that I really knew and it really bothered me. And I was like so mad. Yeah. And I, my dad obviously knew like, that's why they kind of pull up or some of the reason. But, um, you know, I would tell him like, yeah, like she was literally going to drive with us in the car, like all this shit. Like yeah. we could have died. And you were able to explain mm-hmm. the situation, like for what yeah. it was, it wasn't like sugarcoated at that point anymore, no. I guess you could say. Yeah. It was like very real mm-hmm. and you're old enough to finally understand. You're like, well, yeah. my life has actually been a shit show. A lot of yeah. things make sense now. Yeah. And that's kind of what happened with me eventually. Uh, I can't remember what the first thing I would remember about my mom being like that was, but I remember all the bad things after that mm-hmm. were all related to it. So yeah. it's like a lot of them are very vivid for me, Yeah, but it's almost like I've repressed. I would say like, I moved out when I was 19, like everything before that, there's not a lot of good memories, unfortunately, anymore, Mm -hmm. because so many of them were destroyed by like me finally finding out like what was actually going on when Mm -hmm. I thought that they were good things. Yeah. I would think about that. I'm like, oh, like, that's why we couldn't do this. Or that's why this happened. I'm like, oh, well, yeah, I see. (laughs) it, It is weird how that happens where you're kind of like, oh, yeah, like that all that shit makes sense. Like my mom moved a lot. Mm-hmm. And I was always like, oh, like, she's got a new place or, like, yeah. got a new boyfriend or whatever. And like, evicted. Na- yeah, like, yeah. now I'm like, okay, I know that she probably couldn't afford to play for those places and was, like, kind of moving in. And then they'd kick her out in a couple of months and she would go somewhere else. Yeah. Um, but at the time, like, I don't know, I was still uncomfortable by it. I didn't like moving around all the time. Um, but, yeah, now I kind of look back. I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just like different situations. And it's just like not a good time, obviously, for anyone to have to go through that. No. And then knowing what I know now and that so I can like use my knowledge to help kids in Mm -hmm. schools. And then as much as you can really, like honestly, like you can't do much. Like if I could, if I was a millionaire, I would take all of them home. (laughs) 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 You know what I mean? Like give them good homes, but at least you can give them like a positive experience at school mm-hmm. at least like the very least. And then in that way they know they have at least something to go from or who knows if you've like inspired them mm-hmm. or just like, yeah, give them that safe place. They don't have to go to school already in misery because their school envi- school is not a good time either for them. Mm-hmm. So at least help them a little bit with that sort of stuff. Yeah. And I know there's a lot of kids that their parents do like drugs or like can't afford to feed them. And there's lots of school programs where they offer like breakfast, for them when they get there. Oh, really? Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, like, teachers will have, like, fruit out on their desk and stuff like that, or granola bars, mm-hmm. just in case there is kids who, like, don't have quite enough food or no mm-hmm. food. So there is, like, there is stuff in the school district to sort of help where they can. Mm-hmm. But that being said, like, there's so many kids, you can't. Like, it's just impossible yeah. to keep up, pretty much. Well, and, like, at, at, a, at an elementary school, there's no way for kids... To get food, like there's no cafeteria at elementary school, no. is there? Yeah, no. So like, if they don't have food, they don't. They're not fucking eating. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Well, at least if in high school you could get some shitty food from the cafeteria yeah, exactly. or, or whatever else. Worst case scenario. Yeah, exactly. And they do stuff like uh, uh, they'll send like bags of food home on the weekend to like kids who are willing to accept it and sort of take it home. Mm. they'll have like stuff donated from like uh different programs that do Mm -hmm. that sort of thing so like there are some kids but then there's some kids who are too embarrassed to take it yeah yeah and they don't want because they know like if people see me carrying this bag of food they'll know that i don't have that like that i don't have that privilege at home Mm -hmm. sort of and they don't like that especially if it's like a more popular kid or whatever yeah they don't want people to know that their parents are kind of just fucked Mm -hmm. i guess or sometimes it's not even their parents fault they're trying but it's just not enough right so Mm -hmm. there's always that yeah. Okay, I didn't even think about the whole food thing. That's crazy. Yeah, exactly. And then if you're not like well fed and you go to school really grumpy and then your teacher is getting bitching at you because mm-hmm. you didn't get this done, but it's because you're up late, like listening to your parents scream or mm-hmm. trying to find somewhere to sleep. If like your parents, like if say if your mom has a whole bunch of people doing drugs at their house, like, mm-hmm. no, I don't want to obviously be there. You know what yeah. I mean? So, and then they, they don't know, but it's just, I don't know. It's just like, it's such a vicious cycle, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And there's just not that support. No. Not enough support, I should say. Sorry. Yeah. Exactly. 
Well, I think, I don't know if you're going to definitely got a long road, but I think it's going to be awesome. Like, yeah, I'm really, I am really curious to see how it all works out. I'm excited to see, um, what happens with everything, um, with Tyler, or I guess, uh, um, do you have anybody else in mind that you've been reaching out to? Like, is there other people that you're trying to get in? Or? Um, I haven't thought that quite that far ahead. Actually, it was funny. It was, uh, I went to a staff meeting to sort of tell the teachers at my school about what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And I said, if there's any way that I can support you, like, please let me know. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of just like telling just them at mm-hmm. first, like what I was wanting to do for them. Mm-hmm. And then I went on my Facebook after and I saw that Tyler had posted this video about speaking up for mental health. Mm-hmm. It's on YouTube. Okay. I don't know if you've seen it. No, I'll, I'll, was, I'll watch it though. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's weird. Like I was literally just telling the school, like, if there's anything I can do for you, please mm-hmm. let me know. And then this popped up. I was like, oh, that's like a strange coincidence. <laughs> yeah. So I just, I, yeah, stalked him down on social media. <laughs> that's just pretty much what you have to do nowadays. I know. <laughs> yeah. And I hate doing that because it's so creepy. I know. Well, <laughs> I messaged someone. I did the same thing to someone yesterday or last week. Um, he decided he started a little thing called Discover Connection. Mm-hmm. And he basically decided, like, why are people so scared of other people? Like, nobody picks up hitchhikers, all this shit. Like, why would you be scared of someone else? So he decided to do this trip where he went to the East Coast and uh, hitchhiked all the way home. Mm-hmm. And, like, I watched some of his videos where, like, he's like, I literally have no money. Like, I have to find someone who will let me sleep at their house tonight. Like, I have. Like the hostel's 80 bucks. I don't even have 80 bucks. So like <laughs> it was a pretty cool thing where and he videoed it and met all these people yeah. and had all these adventures with complete random people to kind of like inspire people to feel safe and connect again with other mm-hmm. people instead of just driving not, by and shit. Yeah, like not that and like no one's like not everyone is horrible. No, yeah, exactly. Like obviously be cautious. Yeah. But you'd be surprised at the correct people you would meet, like their stories and stuff like that. I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of people just don't see people like that anymore. They're like, no, nope, no, thank you. Not doing that. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I don't know. Like, yeah. Well, actually I've picked up one hitchhiker before. <laughs> I picked up a kid. I mean, in Whistler, everybody just kind of does it. Like when yeah. I lived up there, it was normal. And like what a lot of people do is like, I would actually stop at the bus stop because people would have to wait so long in the cold if they want to go mm-hmm. snowboarding. So I would just stop when I was coming, um, going heading down to the city because people are waiting at the higher stops and I would pull over and they would just like get in, throw their boards in the back and I would just drop them off at the mountain instead of them having to wait for the yeah. bus. But that was like kind of a normal thing that people would do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, exactly. I, I don't know. I've definitely ever picked anyone up on the side of like highway one going through hope or something. So <laughs> I, don't I know where there's like no next destination for quite some time. Yeah. Yeah. It could maybe, be worse. maybe next time I will. I don't know, right? Yeah. But yeah, basically, like, I reached out to him randomly and was like, hey, man, like, I really like all the shit you're doing. That's super cool. I'd want to, you know, if you're interested in meeting or, um, I don't know, talking about it, maybe doing an episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like, he took well to it and we're going to meet in, on Wednesday, actually. So Perfect. Well, hopefully yeah. it goes good. Yeah. Yeah. So. I don't really know what else to say. <laughs> <laughs> I think I kind of told you sort of, like, why I'm doing what I'm doing and mm-hmm. without getting into too much depth about myself, but... yeah. Just so, yeah, I want to let kids know that they're not alone mm-hmm. and then they need to reach out and that we need to be there for them as well. Mm-hmm. As adults, like we just have to keep a very open mind mm-hmm. to some, I think sometimes we forget to kind of put ourselves in other people's shoes mm-hmm. and we have to realize that like we don't know what they're going through and just yeah. have like someone safe to be there. That's yeah, all kids. That's something all people, anyone needs really mm-hmm. is like just like one or two people that they can talk to like adult or kid or whoever it is. Yeah. But yeah. Well, that's awesome. You'll be able to provide that and keep growing and hopefully provide that for a lot of people. Hopefully. Um, yeah. That would be nice. So, uh, okay. Well then, yeah, I guess, um, well, we can put your information and stuff too in the show notes so we can okay. link like the website and all that stuff for, and the donation page for people who want to do that. Um, and then, yeah. Perfect. Thank you. Awesome. Okay. Excellent. Well, thanks for making the time and coming out. Thank you.